What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Ray C Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Zamora. Welcome to the show. So today, guys, I want to speak to you about an upcoming fight. It is actually coming out today on Saturday. By the time you're listening to this podcast, the fight will be already done, and you already know who is the winner. But as of right now, the two opponents are going to face each other, it is going to be Arthur Betterbeef versus Callum Smith. This guy, man, Arthur Betterbeef, he's been on a roll. He has had 19 wins, but with those 19 wins, he has had a 100% KO ratio. He has KO'd every single opponent he has ever faced, man. That's crazy man that's insane we hadn't really seen none of that before like I I really have no clue man that this guy has KO'd every single opponent that he has faced I think he has stayed on the light heavyweight division for almost his entire career but it's just so insane just seeing somebody just like that man He's just KOing everybody he has ever faced in his professional career. I really don't know how he did on the amateurs, but better be a man. He's very impressive with his KOs. 19 KOs. And supposedly he's expecting to get another one against Callum Smith. I really had no clue how he's going to do against him. But everybody, I mean everybody... The casual fans, the ones that always follow the sport of boxing, they want him to win. He's like a huge favorite, probably, for this fight. And Callum Smith is a huge underdog. This is going to be maybe a good fight for him. Because Callum Smith, he was undefeated before. And you know the only guy who beat him when he faced him? Canelo Saul Alvarez. Yep. Canelo was the one that beat him. And now he's going to face to face Archer Better BF. I'll be surprised, man. I'll be surprised if he actually does KO'd Kellen Smith. I remember like before people were actually wanted Better BF versus Canelo. But like I don't know, Canelo, he just seems like he just wants to stay in his division, in the 168 division. I think better BF is in the 175 division, I believe. I really don't know at the top of my head. But, like, those two, they were talked about before a lot. But, like, things have changed. Since um, Canelo fought a Bevo, people have been wanting a rematch with Bevo and Canelo, but I don't think Canelo wants to smoke anymore. He doesn't want to fight Bevo. He doesn't want to fight him in his weight class, on Bevo's weight class, because he has lost. Bevo, he wanted to fight him in the 168 division so he can get the titles from him if he wins. But no, Canelo wants to avoid him at all costs. I get it, man. I get it. You're the champion on that division. 
and you had to defend your titles. But yeah, that sucks. That probably we're never gonna get that fight, the second fight for that. But yeah, Bevo versus Arthur Better Beef. That's the fight that everybody wants for that division. But it all depends if Arthur can actually beat Callum Smith. Once this fight is done, man, then Bevo versus Better Beef should be the main event because both them they have the titles on that division so it'll be awesome it will be awesome if they unify the titles but will we get that we will see on this fight i'm going for archer better be of for a ko against kellen smith i'm predicting that probably he might get him around round seven i'm thinking that's what i think Round 7 or so, I think that's where he's going to KO Callum Smith, Archer Bitter BF. Was I wrong? <laughs> Was I right? But we will find out, man. That's probably the only fight that I am looking forward to for tonight. There really isn't that many fights going on. But like, for MMA, next week, well actually for you, it's going to be a few days from now. It's going to be Sean Strickland versus Strickers Duplessis. So that is going to be another interesting fight. Sean Strickland is coming out of a win against Israel Adesanya. And Adesanya supposedly was going to fight Strickers Duplessis. But since Strickers actually got injured or something happened to him, I really had no clue. But... That was the reason why they did not fight Adesanya and Drakus Duplessis. That's why they never fought each other. But since Sean Strickland defeated Adesanya very comfortably, without any hesitation, without no problem at all, he is going to face Drakus, and we'll see who's going to be the winner for that fight. I'm actually going for... No, actually... It's kind of biased. It's kind of biased if I tell you who I believe will win. Sean Strickland. Drake is Duplessis. I remember he fought this guy named Darren Till before. Mm, he seemed alright. He seemed good. But I don't know. Can he actually defeat Sean Strickland? I really don't know, man. That defense uh, that he has, Sean Strickland, is very good, man. And let's see how he actually does against Sean Strickland and Drake's Duplessis. Yeah, let's see how it actually goes. And I'm going to change the subject. I'm going to speak to you about wrestling now. I never really talked about wrestling before. But it has been something that I have always been interested in when I was young. And I was watching like the WWE when it was going on during the ruthless aggression era i was way too young for the attitude era the ruthless aggression era was something else but the attitude era was even better like the main stars i always watch it was on smackdown it was eddie guerrero edge ray mysterio kane chris benoit even and many more that actually came into the 
SmackDown roster at the time. They were very great competitors, and the storylines were just that good. Oh, and let's not forget about Batista and Mark Henry. That theater, I remember them fighting each other. I think in a in a steel cage match. I remember that one. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. And also the great Khali. He was there as well. Good times, man. Good times. But I have seen a few, well, a lot of episodes of the Attitude Era. Before Peacock actually bought the WWE Network, there was already an app for them. Like They had their own personal network they had to go to. So you can actually watch all these episodes. And I have been watching that for almost, I believe, four years now. Yeah, since 2020 or so, or since 2019. I've been just watching little bits and bits. Like every single time I go to lunch, I watch that while I'm just eating my lunch during work time. That's what I have been doing most of the time. Like every single time I go to lunch. And I do enjoy just watching those episodes from that era, man. They're just something else. <laughs> those episodes were just great. And like, everybody was on point with their characters. Like, you could tell who who every single wrestler was just by the gimmick that they played. Like, you got Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's just a guy that doesn't give a fuck. He just... Wants to cause chaos. And also The Rock. He's a very charismatic guy. And everybody loves him. Triple H. He is known as the game. And people boot him so much. He was basically like the main villain. In this uh, era. We also had like. Edge. Eddie Guerrero. At the time. They weren't really the main guys. But they were like. Like mid quarters, I believe that's what they call them. Edge was on the with his teammate Christian, and also Eddie Guerrero. He was with China, and also with his other team as well. There were so many great characters, like McFoley as well. He was very big around 1988 through the 2000s. That's when. He was a very great wrestler, and he was he contributed a lot to the era as well. And let's not forget about Undertaker and Kane. Those guys, man. I believe that Kane, Kane and Undertaker, they're on my top 10, I believe. And let's not forget about Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was a good one, too. But, like, for him... I would say he wasn't the main villain for that era. He was basically the main guy for the ruthless aggression era. Like once Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock retired, I believe now it was the time for Kurt Angle to become the guy like for everybody to fight. Like John Cena, his first fight was against Kurt Angle. And that's what introduced the world to John Cena. Because Kurt Angle was like a huge heel at the time. They needed a huge baby face to come out. And John Cena was the guy. He just came in at the right time. 
And that's why we know of John Cena today. His thugonomics, uh, gimmick, and also when he was dressing up with all those different color shirts, like around the early 2010s, late 2000s. Yeah. John Cena is, is a pretty good guy, man. He's a great wrestler and also he's very good on the mic. And let's not forget about CM Punk as well. In the the late 2010s, he was just that good, man. He was just that good. I remember he he was holding like the title at least like for two years or so, or no, a year and seven months, I believe. But he was holding it for a very long time. Nobody couldn't beat him on wrestling and also on the mic, especially on the mic. He was just like one of the best talkers in the game. Yeah, he was just that great, man. Such a great era, the Attitude Era, man. There are just things that we won't ever get to see, to be honest. Because like things have actually changed. The world has changed. And people are, are just so sensitive these days. If you just like watch a few episodes of the Attitude Era, you will understand. But that era was just so great. It was an era that came out while I was very young. I was probably like two to three years old. Like I said, I grew up watching the Ruthless Aggression Era. I hated Edge, man. He was like the best hero at the time, to be honest. And he was just doing his part. I was a little kid and I... Did not like the guy. <laughs> he was a very good one. He was a very good heel. Nobody liked him, man. Probably just like older teens and also adults. But like me, when I was young, I did not like him. But now, since I am an adult now, I appreciate him. He did a, a great job just becoming the heel that he was meant to be. And everybody now that has grown up might have enjoyed his run as well same thing as randy orton he was coming up on the ruthless aggression era the rko move man how can you forget about that the rko move is a classic it's probably the easiest move to ever do i remember like one of my friends they were just playing around at school they're just pretending to do the rko at each other he was just that big, man. Randy Orton's move. That's a way easier m move to do than the Stone Cold Stunner. It's more faster and more efficient. But yeah, man. What a great time, man. Such an awesome time to be a kid at the time. Now, to be honest, I haven't really seen the product for almost a whole year. But the Royal Rumble, it is coming up very soon. In like in two weeks or so. And I'm actually going to uh, watch it again. To see how the product has actually changed. Like I remember I was watching it around 2019 through 2021. But then I took a small break. I don't know who are the new guys. I know that Cody Rhodes is there now. There's this guy named Austin Theory and also Roman Reigns. He has been the main guy for a very long time. I actually want to go see 
an event that is coming here in Houston. So let's see how it goes, man. That's going to be my very first one. I actually did not go last year, but now this year, hopefully, I will be able to attend. Let's see how it goes, man. I'm so excited to go to the WWE Raw event. The Royal Rumble is basically my favorite pay-per-view for the WWE because you just don't know who is going to come out from the Rumble. Almost any wrestler can come out and you just be surprised as long as you don't get spoiled online. Yeah, so it'll be awesome to see this, man. I'm excited for the Royal Rumble. Let's see how it goes. And yeah, guys, I think that is it for this podcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you guys didn't make it this far, make sure to actually follow this podcast and also talk about it with your friends or neighbor that actually likes listening to stuff about combat sports. Maybe they will enjoy this podcast as much as you do as well. And yeah, guys, that is it. Again, guys, thank you for listening. Take care. And live to the fullest. Bye.